Welcome to Igris Moshe A to Z. I'm Rabbi Dov Linzer, Rosh HaYeshiva and President of Yeshivat Chovevei Torah Rabbinical School. We're doing a series, a special series for Pesach, and as part of that, we're going to look today at a tshuva that Rav Moshe wrote relating to a practice during the Seder. And that has to do with the eating of the afikomen and the timing of the eating of the afikomen. And this is from 1982, and it's in Orachim 5, the posthumous volume, number 38, uh, subsection 8. And here's the issue. When do you have to eat the afikomen by? The halacha is that, or the practice is, to eat it before midnight, before halachic midnight, chatzot. Why is that? Well, because the afikomen is uh, connected to the korban pasach. In general, matzah is connected to the korban pasach, and the assumption is that as long as there's a mitzvah to eat matzah, the same length, the same time to which there's a mitzvah to eat the korban pasach, there's the mitzvah to eat matzah. And in particular, the afikomen is uh, seen to really represent the korban pasach, or maybe to really represent the matzah of the mitzvah, but certainly to be mostly connected to the korban pasach. So therefore, according to the opinion in the Gemara, there's a debate in the Gemara whether the Korban Pesach is eaten until Chatzot, until midnight, or until daybreak. And the practice developed that we want to be concerned for the position that it's only eaten until midnight, so you have to eat the afikomen before midnight. Now, for people who like to really extend and do the mitzvah of Sipri Yitzhak Mitzrayim, Harese Meshubach, to tell it at great length, um, that might rush things a bit because maybe they're still in the middle of the meal um, and they're not yet ready to eat the afikomen by midnight. Now, why not just go ahead and eat it and go back to telling your story? Well, here's the problem because after you eat the afikomen, uh, you're not allowed to eat anything after. All you can do is drink the remaining cups of wine, but you can't eat anything after the afikomen. Why is that? Well, again, it's because the afikomen is linked to the korban pesach, and you aren't allowed to eat anything after the korban pesach in order that the taste of the korban pesach would remain in your mouth. That's actually what we say to the wise son. You can't have a cleansing eating after the Korban Pesach. You can't have a dessert after the Korban Pesach. You can't have an afikomen. Afikomen means a dessert. So here's the irony. Afikomen, which meant the dessert that you're not allowed to have after the Korban Pesach, so that the Pesach taste of the Paschal sacrifice would remain in your mouth. Now, actually, that word afikomen now represents the Korban Pesach, and now you can't have anything after the afikomen. But okay, that's the halacha. So now we have a situation where we try to eat the afikomen before midnight because the, the Pesach might be eaten only up until midnight. And then afterwards, we can't eat anything else. Well, that's a big problem if you're still in the middle of your meal or and um, what are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to manage this situation? So the Avni Nezer has a solution. And here's the Avni Nezer's solution. He says, eat the afikomen before midnight wait till midnight, and then go on eating your meal, and then you'll have another afikomen afterwards. What sense does that make? Well, the Avni Nezer explains it this way. He says that if the mitzvah is that the afikomen is only eaten until chatzot, so the, that would also define the time during which you're not allowed to eat anything that the taste of the matzah has to remain in your mouth, because he assumes that that idea that the taste remains in your mouth only extends the same time as the mitzvah itself extends. So once there's no longer a mitzvah after chatzot, if that is the halacha, if, it's, if, we, if we rule like that position, that the Pesach and therefore the matzah is only until chatzot, so then after chatzot, 
you're allowed to go ahead and to now eat because the time of the mitzvah is over. So here's so here's how it works. You eat the avikomen before chatzot because we're concerned for the opinion that it has to be eaten by chatzot, by midnight. You wait till after midnight. If we really ruled like that opinion, now you're allowed to eat more. So you go ahead and you eat more and you already fulfilled your mitzvah of avikomen. If we don't rule like that opinion, if we rule like the mitzvah is the whole night, so then you you will eat a second afikomen when you get around to it, and that second afikomen will be the real afikomen. This is the, and you won't have eaten anything after the earlier afikomen, because the earlier afikomen won't count, it'll only be this second afikomen. So this is the position of the Avni Nazar, and Rav Moshe discusses, um, do we really rule this way? Is this really an acceptable uh, way of dealing with uh, this challenge? I actually, growing up, knew somebody who exactly followed this position, and Rav Moshe is not happy with this at all, primarily because we'll see how he deals with whether he buys into this whole conceptual structure that the Avni Nazar created. But before you, but clearly what bothers Rav Moshe is, is that this has never been the practice for hundreds of years. We have never heard of people doing this, eat one afikomen before midnight, go on eating, eat a second one after midnight. And therefore, Rav Moshe says, you're not going to, essentially his argument is, don't come up with some brilliant chiddish, you know, brilliant new way of reading uh, this idea of when is the period to which you're not allowed to continue eating and introduce a new practice that if we really were to, if this were really correct, then people would have been doing this in the past. So let's see what he says. He says, um, again, this is from uh, Orchayim 538, subsection 8. Regarding the Avni Nezer's innovative idea, that if it's true that you can only eat until midnight, then the pro, you can only eat the matzah and the Pesach until midnight, then the prohibition of eating anything after the matzah and the Pesach also only extends until midnight. And only for Akiva that the mitzvah of matzah and Pesach is the whole night, for him there's a prohibition of eating um, after the Korban Pesach and after the matzah up until daybreak. So the period that you can't eat after the matzah and Korban Pesach is the same period of which those mitzvahs apply. Okay, and then he says, because he assumes that uh, that those are the same times. If now it's to, it's almost to be it's almost chatzot and you haven't really finished eating and you have a lot left of the meal left to eat. You haven't finished, you know, shochan arech and and maybe we rule like Rav Lezer ben Azariah that it's only until midnight and that's why you eat then wait till it's after midnight and go back to your meal and then you'll eat a second because maybe we all because on the other side that we rule like Rabbi Akiva then you'll have your second afikomen so if we rule like Rabbi Yezir ben Azariah that it's on mid, until midnight you ate it before midnight you waited till after midnight and now you can resume eating because it's no longer the time of the mitzvah if we rule like Rabbi Akiva that it's the whole night then you 
kept on eating your meal after midnight. You ate afikomen a second time at the end of the meal, and then you didn't eat anything after that, and you're good for Rabbi Akiva. So that's the Chiddush of the Afni Nezer. Now Rav Moshe says he doesn't like it. Reason number one that he doesn't like it is because you actually might be stuck even for Rebbe Akiva. For Rebbe Akiva, the mitzvah is the whole night, so you can't eat anything after the afikomen the whole night. But he says um, there might be a rabbinic reason why you have to eat the korban pesach and matzah until chatzot, even no later than chatzot, even for Rebbe Akiva. People remember the first Mishnah Brachot, that mitzvahs that apply the whole night, the rabbi said you have to do it by chatzot, to prevent you from sinning. You know, if you push it off after midnight, you'll never get around to doing it, you'll fall asleep and so on. So it could be that you're stuck, that you have to rabbinically eat the Pesach and therefore matzah before midnight, and you can't eat anything afterwards because halachically it really still is the time of the mitzvah until the daybreak. So how would the Avni Nezer explain that according to Rabbi Akiva? Um, you really don't have the Miman of Shach because you're really not allowed to eat it after midnight. So Rav Moshe says, he says the Avni Nezer would have to say that that idea of midnight is only by the Korban Pesach and not by the Matzah. He says, They wanted you to do the mitzvah, so they're not going to prevent you from doing it after Chatzot, according to Rabbi Akiva. They only would have said it by the Korban Pesach, because that's not only about a mitzvah, that actually, if you leave it too long, it will become Nosar, it'll become a leftover Korban, which is actually something that is a, neg- a, a real negative in itself. Okay. But by matzah, where there's not a nosa, there are no prohibitions, they would have let you do it after chatzot. Okay, and then he goes on to discuss this. So that's number one, why he doesn't like the Avnei Nezer. He says, because you would have to say that for him, the rabbinic requirement of chatzot for Rebbe Akiva uh, only applies to the Korban Pesach, not matzah. And although logically you can explain that, he says... I'm not so convinced that that is correct. Um, why? Because he continues and he writes, that So he says, because the rush actually says that the practice of um, eating matzah before chatzot is not only for Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah that Pesach is until chatzot, but even according to Rabbi Akiva, because rabbinically you're supposed to do Pesach until chatzot, even though biblically it's the whole night. And for that reason, we also only do matzah until chatzot. So if Moshe says, you don't have your nice little miman of shach either way, because you're really stuck with Rabbi Akiva. You have to do it before chatzot, but because technically the mitzvah is the whole night, you can't eat anything afterwards. Now, Rav Moshe goes on to, to say, in a different rush, it sounds otherwise, and it sounds like it really is just about Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah, maybe for Rabbi Akiva, would allow you to eat matzah the whole night. But nevertheless, Rav Moshe says, Although you could explain it this way, that at the end of the day, Rabbi Akiva would allow you to eat matzah the whole night. He says, okay, so number one, even if I were to buy into your whole structure, I think that if we rule like Rabbi Akiva, which some Rishonim rule like, that the mitzvah is the whole night, rabbinically you have to do it by chatzot. And therefore, you can't eat after midnight because then it is still biblically the time of the mitzvah. So you don't have your nice miman of shach that you wanted to work out for Rabbi Akiva. But now he says, Put Rabbi Akiva aside. I really don't buy his whole chiddush. 
His whole basic chiddush is for Rabbi Yezir ben Azariah, since you can only eat until midnight, after, since you can only do the mitzvah of matzah until midnight, after midnight you're allowed to eat other things. He says, He says, that has never been the practice. The practice has always been, after the afikomen, which we ate before chatzos, nobody would eat anything more the whole night. And that shows that whatever this nice little, you know, lumdus chiddush is that you could say in the base medrash, clearly practice has shown that we do not uh, we do not go by that understanding, and that the prohibition of that putting anything else in your mouth after matzah applies the whole night, even if the mitzvah ends by midnight. And he acknowledges that this would actually change what the accepted practice is. Um, and then Rav Moshe goes on to say that actually, if you read the Avni Nezer closely, it doesn't start by saying that the idea of not eating is the same time as the mitzvah. It starts by even a different chiddush, that for Rabbi Eliezer ben Azariah, that the redemption happened exactly at midnight, the mitzvah actually was to eat the matzah and the Pesach exactly at midnight. But since you can't time it, it got reframed to be when it becomes midnight, you should have at that stage already eaten your matzah and Pesach. So midnight doesn't just become the latest time by which you can do it. Midnight is the focus of the mitzvah. By midnight, you, you should be in a state of having eaten already the, the, the Pesach and the matzah. Therefore, Rav Moshe, therefore, the Avni Nezer says, that's why you make the bracha alachilat matzah, because alachilat matzah goes to the past, as opposed to le'echo, which would go to the future, because actually it's about the state of having already eaten it. So because the focus is exactly at midnight, therefore, after midnight, you're allowed to eat. So Rav Moshe says, that's all if you come up with this other chiddush of his, that it's really about the moment of midnight. But if you just say the normal approach, that it's about eating it, you know, when you can eat it at night and don't do it later than midnight, then there's no logic to say that uh, after midnight, you all of a sudden can put other food in your mouth because the rest of the night is still the, you know, the same halachic time zone, the same halachic uh, time frame, even if the mitzvah no longer applies. And therefore, says Rav Moshe, I don't even buy his chiddush altogether. So first he repeats and he says, that this whole idea would be He acknowledges that he and his forefathers and all previous generations would never eat anything after midnight. So just because you came up with this idea, either that the mitzvah was exactly at midnight, so afterwards isn't isn't relevant at all, or that because the mitzvah ends at midnight, you know, after midnight you're allowed to eat, he says, nobody ever said this, and you're not going to, just because this is your, like, lumdus idea, not going to override what has been well-established practice for all the generations. Even it was a strong opinion, but it clearly is not the practice. This is really a very weak opinion. He says, look, since the mitzvah applies at night, even if it doesn't apply the whole night, it's completely logical to assume that you don't want to put something else in your mouth and ruin the taste of the mitzvah for the remainder of the night. Because halachically, the entire nighttime is one period. 
And then Rav Moshe makes other analogies where we say this, the idea of Ein Man Bo Bayom, that if you're going to bring a korban later that day, already by nighttime, even though you can't bring a korban at night, the night before it's already considered to be already the time of that korban. And we don't always look at things by exactly when the mitzvah begins. We look at it at the sort of halachic unit of time. And since night is at certainly a unit of time, it makes total sense that you can, that as the practice has established, that you cannot continue eating after midnight, even if the mitzvah were to end at midnight. So here of Moshe both rejects the opinion because he just thinks it's wrong. Um, there's no, it's coming out of nowhere. And he also rejects it because the implications are against well-established practice. Um, and now it's interesting because Rav Moshe himself will be remembered, says, you know, we should never hold back from taking our approach, our reading of the Gemara, and being willing to draw halachic conclusions from it, um, even if it wasn't said in the past. So how is this different? Well, I suppose on the one hand it's different because this seems to come out of thin air. There's no good textual evidence for this. It doesn't solve any problems in the text. And the other reason it's different is because Moshe says it really is just isn't saying that there's a new way of dealing with something. It's going against an active practice. People would actively say we can't eat after midnight, and now he is actually saying really it was possible to eat after midnight. So again, the balance between when is Rav Moshe willing to go by an innovative read, when does sort of the existing practice mean that there's a very strong resistance to opening up new avenues? Not always exactly clear, but anyway, for here Rav Moshe says, hey, you got to eat your afikomen before halachic midnight, either because we rule like Rebbe Yezir ben Azariah, maybe even for Rebbe Akiva. Um, rabbinically, you have to eat it by, by halachic midnight. And once you do that, you can't eat anything more um, until daybreak. Thanks for listening to Igros Moshe A to Z, now celebrating 10,000 listens. This podcast is brought to you three times a week by Yeshivat Chovevei Torah. To learn more, visit yctorah.org.